Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's Sunday night, June the 30th. I am your host, Rob Fontenot. Most of you will listen to this on Monday morning, and it will be July the 1st. So we're already hitting July. July is one of the months of the year that I look forward to the most. It's not because anything's happening or anything's going on. The reason I like it Especially this year, 4th of July falls on a Thursday. So they gave us Friday off, even though we had to use our PTO. I'm okay with that. So we're on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Four-day weekend for 4th of July. And then if you've ever worked in manufacturing or anything like that, We have something called a shutdown. I told Grady about it. He is familiar with it. But it's a shutdown. It's where the plant stops for a whole week. And most of the time, it's utilized for switching models or different things. But anyway, when that happens, I get a week off, which you add the two weekends, and that is nine days. And usually, that's when me and my wife travel. Like I've said, we've been to San Francisco, Hawaii, New York, Boston. Uh, This year, we were planning on going to either Seattle or Denver, I think. Um, Usually, I always want to go somewhere where there's a baseball team. I want to catch a game at least while we're there. But anyway, this year, if you've been following the podcast, if you know me at all, you know we're not going anywhere. But not so fast. Maybe we are. And when I say not going anywhere, I'm talking about packing the bags, hopping on a plane, and going like to another major city, not driving to Dallas, not driving to Houston, even though that is traveling. Really, I only travel to Houston. I I rarely ever go to Dallas. I think I've been there twice uh, in my adult life. And I think both of those times were with my wife, but I guess... I've been through Fort Worth since my parents live in Oklahoma City. I have been through Fort Worth quite a bit. So let's get to this podcast, folks. Enough about me. The Astros sweep the Mariners in a three-game series. How sweep it is. And we needed this. We really needed this after the, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, the Pittsburgh Massacre. They destroyed us. Two games in a row. I think they... I clearly can't remember, but we got outscored like 20 to nothing or 
I don't know. It was just super horrible. That could have been another game. I don't know. But the Astros got destroyed. I don't even want to talk about it. We talked about it last time, so why, why harp on it anymore? Some more good news. So let's forget about Pittsburgh. Astros swept the Mariners. That's three wins in a row. You know what else happened for the Astros? Six All-Stars. The Astros will have six All-Stars. That is the most of any team in Major League Baseball. We will also talk about all the Tyler White hate. You already know how I feel about him. And what I wanted to do when I talk about Tyler White hate is I'm just going to go to Twitter. I've already done it. And I'm going to put in the search bar Tyler White. And we'll see what happens. And I'm going to read it. So Yuli Gurriel had two walk-off wins in this series. Friday and Saturday. He had some kind of injury. I know I should know what it is. I should. I know I should know what it's about. But what it led to was Sunday he sat out and Tyler White filled in for him. We'll tell you how he did. The Astros are off Monday. They start a series in Colorado on Tuesday. I don't know. I don't know if he's coming back. Uh, I haven't read anything or seen anything post, so I'm going to assume that he will be back. But... I have heard some other things, so maybe maybe he is out. I don't know. Why am I having a podcast if I don't know the answer to that question? But I just don't. I'm being honest. I haven't seen it. I haven't searched for it. I'm just telling you what I know, and that's what this podcast is all about. Me telling you what I know. I don't want to tell you stuff that I don't know. So looking at the All-Star uh, game, Brantley Springer and Bregman were all winners in the Election Day vote. Uh, Astros had two outfielders and a third baseman. I'm pretty sure you know what position these guys play. Uh, Today they picked the uh, pitchers, and they also picked the reserves. And you know the rules. You know the rules. There has to be at least one guy from every team. So the Astros did well. They got Verlander. Really deserved it. Garrett Cole, did he deserve it? Not a good record, but a lot of strikeouts. Maybe so. Maybe he did deserve it. And Ryan Presley, who really has deserved it. He's, he's had a little rough stretch lately, but his ERA is still unbelievable. Uh, and he did good today. So it's kind of weird. No Altuve, no Correa. Uh, but I really don't think anybody got snubbed in this vote. Or it's not really a vote. Uh, they got picked. So, uh, I think Josh Reddick would probably be the closest Astro to getting snubbed, if you could say that he was snubbed. Maybe Osuna, Chirinos, maybe he could have been the backup catcher. Will Harris, he's having a decent season. But, uh, and then Carlos Correa, he had all-star worthy numbers, but he got injured. I think he still possibly should have been a backup shortstop. But that's just not how, that's not what happened. That's not how it is. That's not how it ended. Uh, that's just what, that's what, uh, that's what happens when you get injured. You miss a couple of months. Like I said before, it might have been only one month. But you miss a lot of time. People forget what you did. Other people surpass your stats. But I think Correa could have got snubbed a little bit. So speaking of this, if Yuli Gurriel was hurt, This is something I saw today. 
Uh, Kyle Tucker at a Grand Slam for Round Rock. He's hitting 275. That was his 24th home run. A lot of people calling for him to get called up just like last year. But the truth is there is no place on the Astros roster for him. Uh, people said uh, Twitter, teach him how to play first base. Um, but it looks like if Yuli is hurt, it's going to be more of Tyler White and more Tyler White hate. Uh, will Kyle Tucker make it back to the Astros possibly uh, when Reddick and Brantley leaves? I don't know, but for sure he he will get back someday. And perhaps maybe if there's an injury, he'll get called up. Uh, but who knows? I really don't know about that, actually, to be honest with you, unless it's uh, unless it's a really big injury. I don't know if the September call-ups count as a uh, as an option. I don't know. I wouldn't think they did. And uh, I don't know if he if someone gets hurt for a ten day disabled list. I don't think they're gonna blow that on him. Uh, just to cover 10 days. So I don't know. It's going to have to be... This is just my opinion. And like I said, I don't know everything. From the knowledge that I do have about the sport, that would be my guess. It would have to be a significant injury to get Kyle Tucker back on the roster. So like I said, the Astros sweep the Mariners. I wrote down here, I actually thought Tyler White did not play on Friday but he actually did not play on Saturday. Uh, Yuli Gurriel gets injured, and he takes his place on first base again, and he went 0 for 4 with three strikeouts, and something else happened to fuel the, uh, what do they call it on Twitter? Astros Twitter? Hashtag Astros Twitter. I guess you can look that up. I guess it's a thing. I don't. I don't think I'm part of it. I don't think I have enough followers or friends. I'm not. As, I, I've told you before. I'm not super popular. So my notes here say three, and then go down to the recap. So let's do that. Uh, Friday, the Astros win two to one, and that game went ten innings. Austin Nola in the top of the third hit a solo home run. Astros were down, and no offense at all. The Astros doing nothing. But Josh Reddick with a solo home run in the bottom of the eighth. And if my memory serves me correctly, that was with two outs. And that was a very big hit. A very, very big hit. Because if he wouldn't have gotten that, this next one. Bottom of the tenth, Yuli solo home run. Two to one win. Yuli Gurriel's the hero, but Josh Reddick. Yulio, Yuli, Yulio. Yuli Gurriel would not have been the hero. He would not even have had a chance to be a hero if it was not for Josh Reddick. A Bregg. Alex Bregman went three for five. Tyler White, O for three. So maybe he didn't play. I wonder how many times he fell down. Wade Miley went six innings, three hits, one run. Great game by Miley, but once again, I think the last time he came out, he didn't get any offense. Unless that was Friday. It seems like so long ago. Uh, so anyway, Josh James, Presley, Osuna, and Harris all went scoreless innings. 
Harris actually picked up the win. And if you remember, Jordan Alvarez was injured, so he did not play. I believe that ball off the knee took him out. Saturday, he didn't play again, but the Astros win 6-5. to five. Again, 10th inning. Top of the second, Beckham with a two-run homer. Astros in the hole, 2-0. to zero. Bottom of the second, Astros answer right back with five runs. Not going to go through all of them. Five to two Astros. Seattle adds two more runs to make it five to four. Top of the seventh, Astros bring in Ryan Presley. Now I can say all-star Ryan Presley, but he gives up a home run and ties things up. No more scoring. Once again, we go to the bottom of the 10th. Michael Brantley, it's a double. And then Yuli with his second walk-off of the night. Not of the night. The second walk-off of the series. Friday and Saturday, two walk-offs in a row. And sometime during the game is when he hurt himself. I didn't even know that. Uh, That shows you how much I know. So that's two games in a row. Yuli Gurriel with the walk-off. Astros win. Um... I wrote a story about this on Fansided, but I cannot remember all the stats. But uh, it said something about he was the first one since uh, Jeff Blum or something to have back-to-back walk-offs. And since a long time ago when Craig Biggio did it in extra innings. So... It hasn't been done for a while. It was Blum and Biggio. So it's something big. I think it was a big deal. And what I like about this is if you remember that I was arguing with this dude named Larry on Twitter. Larry, the GM, if you want to look him up. Thinks he knows everything. Thinks he's the smartest guy ever. He's the one that keeps telling me that Tyler White is better than Yuli Gurriel. But Tyler White... Yes, he hit a grand slam the other day, but it wasn't in the 10th inning with the game on the line. He would have tried to walk. But Yuli Gurriel, way better. Two walk-offs in a row. Tyler White 0 for 3. Not this game, but Tyler White 0 for 3 on Friday. So Sunday, today, the Astros cruise to a victory. Jordan Alvarez is back. He went 2 for 3 with 3 RBIs. And he was intentionally walked. When I saw this lineup, I actually heard from Grady first. They showed me the lineup, and he was a bit upset about Tyler White batting behind Alvarez. He said, I guarantee you, sometime in this game, they are going to walk Alvarez to get to Tyler White. And they did. They intentionally walked him. And Tyler White more than likely struck out because he went 0 for 4 or 3 strikeouts. Can't really remember what happened. But uh, that's your guy. That's your guy right there that you think is better than Yuli Gurriel. And I I argued with this guy forever, and I'm right. He's wrong. OPS, blah, 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 WRPG+. You can take all those and shove them because Yuli Gurriel is better than Tyler White. Tyler White's a fat pig. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I shouldn't have said that. 
Uh, anyway, now my notes say, go to number four, which is on the other side of the page. So I got this from the post game today. The Astros numbers, eight and one in sweeps. I'm assuming that means they've swept their opponents eight times and they've been swept one time. Can you remember who swept them? I am trying to remember and I cannot. The Reds? The Cincinnati Reds. I'm going to go with the Reds. Hopefully I'm right. So they're 8 and 1 in sweeps. They are 44 and 7 when scoring four or more runs. I used to say, not really in the podcast era, but to myself, all the Astros need to do because they had such good pitching. All they got to do is score five runs and they're going to win. But they're 44 and 7 with four more runs and that I'd like to see other teams' records. I don't know if that's impressive to me when they score four more runs. I don't know because most teams should win if you score four. They are, this one is interesting. They are 20 and 25 when the opponent scores first. So let's score first, Astros. It's not that lopsided. It's it's a little worse. The The losses are higher than the wins, but it's not really that horrible. The Astros are, check this out, and I believe Sunday they won without getting any home runs. They are 5-17 and 17 when they do not hit a home run. And then, I think it was Saturday, but I don't remember the numbers. But it said something about Yuli Gurriel... I don't know if it was his career or the last two seasons. I can't remember the numbers. But they also pointed out this year, when Yuli Gurriel hits, has an RBI in the game, they are something like 24-1. and one. So if you're watching the game and Yuli Gurriel gets an RBI, the game is in hand. But I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was something like that. It was something very high, very high. So, now i got to find where I'm at. So, anyway, the Astros are off Monday. Tuesday and Wednesday, they are at Colorado, so they have a big question. What are they going to do with Jordan Alvarez? He can only DH and play left field. I guess maybe they can try him at first, but they said no. So, if Yuli Gurriel is hurt, Tyler White will play first. But with that thin air and that Colorado skies, whatever you want to call it, you have to get Alvarez in these games. And the only way to do that, folks, and Mr. Irrelevant isn't going to like this, but you have to put uh, Jordan in left field, Springer in center, and Brantley in right. You have to put him out there. Who doesn't want to see that? That's my opinion. It's either set him out, you can't set him out. You can't do it. But you don't want to sit out Reddick. It doesn't seem fair, but it, it has to happen. Who would you want in there? I would rather have Alvarez. Even though I love Reddick, I would ever I would rather have Alvarez and I'd rather watch Alvarez. And now this is a disclaimer. I lo- I love saying the word disclaimer ever since that podcast where I couldn't think of the word. So, disclaimer, I will be on night shift. I almost forgot what my disclaimer was because I was explaining to you 
about saying disclaimer, and now I've said disclaimer four or five times now, but disclaimer six times, I'm be on night shift and I won't be able to watch the games anyway, but being at, I don't know, I think I work too many hours. When I used to get off at four, I used to be able to record things and watch TV, but not now. Not now, folks. Uh, that means, so they're Tuesday and Wednesday, they're off Thursday, and they begin another series on Friday. Can't even remember who they're playing. So, I guess Thursday, Thursday morning, eesh, Thursday morning I will have to do a podcast, and guess what? I'm off. I work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I am off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Totally forgot about that. So yes, folks, before I go to bed Thursday morning, you'll get a podcast. But if they're off, maybe I'll do one Thursday. So I don't know if any of you listened to me when I was on Houston Sports Talk. And I just want to say, if you enjoy this podcast, and I know I've said before that I was thinking about uh, changing it to... I was actually going to change the name of Sunday Strohs and just do the show on Sunday like I am now. But uh, I really enjoyed being on the show with Robert Land. I really enjoyed it. And you know what I enjoyed about it? Is I didn't have to do anything but talk. He did the recording. He did the calling. He did the editing. He had all the material. I really liked it. So he was offering up someone, he was asking on Twitter if someone wanted to be his co-host on his show. And I can tell you this, I don't know if Robert Land listens to my podcast or not, but I would love to do that. I would love to be his co-host. I think that would be awesome. I don't know if he knows this, but I would actually stop doing this one if I could be on that one. But the one thing... The one thing stopping me is I don't watch basketball, so I don't know anything about the Rockets. I could easily keep up with the Texans. So I could be there hat I could be there two thirds of the time. I guess I, I I guess I could find out stuff to talk about. I don't know. But I'm just telling you, I would really love to have a co-host and I would really love to have one that could record the show and do all the editing and all that because I just go live folks this is like what I do whatever happens happens I can't I think I can if I I think I can uh, I think I can if I use the computer I guess I could try that one time I tried to trim I tried to trim uh I guess I had said something and messed up, and I tried to trim it at the end, and somehow I deleted it all. But I really need to find out how to do things. But anyway, like I said, I would really like that. I would really like it a lot. So if anyone else has a podcast and you want to do a, uh, you need a partner that uh, uses Skype, that was super easy. I'd love to do that. But I do enjoy doing this as well. But, you know, work, 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 work gets in the way. But, you know, I got a four-day weekend. We'll see how many we can put out. And I actually do not have any plans this weekend. Uh, and this is why, sadly, my wife has chemo on the third. But the good thing about it, 
That's my first day off. No, is it? It's Wednesday. So I'll be off Thursday. So when she has chemo, she's pretty much out of it for a week. So I'll be here to take care of her. And what else would I rather be doing than taking care of the love of my life, Liz Fontenot? So anyway, the standings, Astros are 53-32. and 32. Does that sound like an impressive record? I think so. They are... They have a uh, winning percentage of 624. They have three wins in a row. And that is all by this sweep. And they have a plus 84 run differential. Uh, the blowouts, letting Tyler White pitch and all that, uh, letting Sneed pitch, it, it ruined their uh, run differential. And I was kind of upset about that the other day. But A.J. Hinch knows what he's doing. He brought those guys in. He did what he had to do to rest his bullpen, and it worked. It worked in a uh, divisional series. I know it's not the playoff divisional series, but I'm talking about a series against someone in your division. Speaking of their division, the AOS, Texas, six and a half games behind. They were about four and a half games behind, so they must have lost a couple of games this weekend. Oakland, seven behind. LA, 11 behind. And Seattle, Almost back to where they were a while back at 17 and a half. Dodgers, your number one team. Yankees, super close behind. Minnesota third and Houston is fourth. Uh, the plans that I have. Like I said, I don't have any there. But let me try to do them in order. July 13th is me and my wife's wedding anniversary. Uh, that will be six years. I know some other people have 25 and 30 and all that stuff. But I found my uh, mate, my soulmate, my perfect, perfect uh, best friend to go through life with a little late in life. but So it's only six years and it's been a great six years. Uh, that's our anniversary and we are going. This is how romantic I am. If any women listen to this. Or any men, take it, take notes. I booked a murder mystery dinner theater. So that is pretty cool. And I actually ordered a pretty expensive shirt to wear to that. And so the next day, July 14th to the 16th, I booked a hotel to spend two days in McAllen, Texas to visit my grandson and my daughter, as, long, as well as her uh, boyfriend, John. Uh, July the 19th, I have already purchased uh, the hotel room in Houston for the Astros and Rangers, but I do not have tickets yet. I put a post in the, uh, on the website or the, the fan page on uh, Facebook, but I've only got one response so far, and it was Crawford Boxes, and my wife does not want to sit in the outfield. I would. They were aisle seats, 101, row four, $85 each. I should have taken them, but she said whatever. But I found some, I don't know. But anyway, I, I still need tickets, but I already have the hotel. So we're going. We are going to Houston, July the 19th. Now let's go to August 2nd through the 4th. I'm going to visit my parents. So I have a lot of plans coming up. Uh, my mom told me her tickets, I don't know if you know this, but I bought my mom season passes to the theater in Oklahoma City, and she's been wanting me to come see a show, and I told her, just tell me when they are and I'll come see you. 
Uh, she told me Hamilton's on August the 3rd, so I took, I, yeah, I took the 2nd. I took Friday the 2nd off, so I'll be flying down there, so maybe I am taking a trip. So we got a little fun going, so before we go, we got about three minutes to share some Tyler White hate with you. Are you ready? I'm not the only one that hates Tyler White, and I do apologize, Tyler. There's people that get mad, they say it's not nice. But whatever. Chandler, at number one Strohs. This is someone that's pretty popular on uh, Astros Twitter, actually. Uh, pitches and result. Three pitches, strikeout looking. Three pitches, strikeout swinging. Five pitches, strikeout swinging. Two pitches, uh, L7 line drive to left field. And he left five. Men on base. So one thing I want to tell you, if you don't know, you maybe you don't know. This is maybe a learning experience. Who knows? But I think most people know. Uh, he put three in a backwards K, and if you didn't know, that means he struck out looking. That is what that means. That's something I looked up at a game once. Jake Kaplan, he said the Mariners intentionally walked Jordan Alvarez to face Tyler White, and that is exactly what Grady had predicted earlier in the day. So Jordan Barry Bonds Alvarez, the Astros Optimus, he said intentionally walked Jordan to get to Tyler White. That says everything that you need to know. Uh, he also says, so thankful Tyler White had a 144 WRC plus last year. And Houston Sports Talk Podcast my buddy Robert Land, he said, before the game started, I said, why the hell would you bat Tyler White in the fifth spot? This isn't brain surgery. Look at the number. Watch the games. Just because you play him doesn't mean you bat him in the middle of the lineup ever. Uh, Nathan T., he said, Tyler White will homer and the Astro today and the Astros. He will be the reason the Astros win. Nathan T., you were wrong. And James, my buddy James, who never agrees with anything I say, he actually liked that tweet. So James, if you're listening, you're wrong too. Ben Dubois, I say Dubois, he says Dubose. Ben Dubois, Tyler White strikes out looking with a runner on third and under two outs. Clockwork. He's dogging him out. Lance Savage, Alvarez gets an intentional walk on a 1-0 pitch. And he's been in the league three weeks. That's either a credit to him or the fact that Tyler White is now up. Well, I don't want to say what that one says. Send Tyler White to the effing minors or trade him or cut him. That was Justin White, bird up 2016. Uh, what else we got? What did Tyler White do with his... What did Tyler White do with his at-bat with men on second and third and no outs? I think he already knew. Will Carter at Will Carter 45 says Tyler White should just retire. Hey, and here's my tweet. If you, if you follow me on Twitter, they had a poster for some shark movie. You never even heard of it. And I took a picture with the shark. It's funny. I got, all the, I got to my uh, page. But the, the shark is coming to bite me. And my caption was, Tyler White coming after me 
for all the bad stuff that I said about him. Let me tell you this one more time. The Astros off Monday, which is probably today for a lot of you. And also, the shutdown I was talking about, when I saw the schedule, I sure was hoping that it would be this week. I really wish we could have went to Colorado to watch the game, but it didn't it it worked out for a reason. I don't know if you do you ever say that it worked out for a reason. Do you know I really don't have anything to rant about except that I'm tired. I'm so tired. Like Robert Land said in the podcast, I don't know if you listen to it, but you have some fans that are perfect and they never talk bad about the team and you have other fans that bitch about them when they lose and you're either one or the other and in this world we have one or the other these people say stuff what I read today on Twitter and I have no idea I have no idea if this is true but someone posted that that Trump followers are rooting against the U.S. women's soccer team. I don't get that. Now, I can't say that I'm a Trump follower, but... I don't know. Let's just leave that there. But I'm not a Trump follower, but I did want him to be president. I didn't really want him to be president as much as I didn't want Clinton to be president. But also, I wanted... I I was tired of politicians. Let's get a let's get someone different in there. I was just wanting something different. But I wouldn't consider myself a Trump supporter. But when you lump this is what I'm trying to say. When you lump me either in the this is what I I'm not a Trump supporter, but I'm not on the left. So does that make me a Trump supporter? I don't know, but I I don't support him, but I definitely Don't support the far left. Not at all. So it's Pride Month in June. That is over. I was going to say finally over, but that would sound negative. And I didn't mean it in that way. But one thing about it, I've seen seen, uh, tweets about pictures of two gay men holding hands. And they said something about, I wish that was okay where I was. And when I read that, I was just thinking, uh, like, I did, I thought that was okay. Like, when I was at work one day, I have a new uh, person on my team named MJ. And she just, like, yeah, well, me and my wife did this. And I was like, well, and I was thinking, well, wow, she just, like, blurted that out and got it out of the way. But you know what? It didn't bother me. And she knew it wouldn't bother me. And because I don't know. I didn't know it was still like that. I don't know where it's like that, but it's not like that where I'm from. I don't think two guys are going to get beat up walking down the street in San Antonio. And speaking of San Antonio, if you have the internet, Facebook or Twitter or probably Instagram where I think this story was actually posted, you saw the picture of the girl licking the ice cream and putting it back in the freezer. This was actually at an HEB in San Antonio. So if you are here from, are you from San Antonio and you've seen that and you wonder where it was, 
It was in San Antonio at the HEV on Jones Maltzberger. Anyway, folks, I've taken up too much of your time. I really do appreciate everyone out there for listening. I have the next, I don't have the next, I got to work three days, but I have four days off this weekend. And uh, I don't know, maybe we'll try to get a guest this weekend. Let's do it. Let's get a guest. I'll try to bring Robert Land on here. Maybe we'll do that. Or maybe one of you. Maybe one of you can come on the show. But we'll see. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening, folks. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.